What's up, everyone? How's it going tonight? Welcome to another Brew Jackets uh, live episode. Uh, as always, I am your host, Lance, at uh, Hefty Duck on Twitter. And with me is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Valentin. And tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, some mixed news. There's some good news, a little bit. There's a little bit of bad news, a little bit. And then there's just some... There's some stuff I need to, uh, you know, I need to uncover the truth on, so to speak. So, um, first of all, how are you doing tonight, Kevin? Nice seeing you. Yes, good to see you as well, Hefty Duck. These are always fun. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. And uh, good been playing deal. a lot of the, po- the Pokemon game a lot recently because my brother got that far for Christmas. Nice. That's pretty <laughs> dope. Well, unfortunately, we missed the game yesterday. Yeah, I wanted to talk about today. Um, Yeah, I wanted to talk about that too. But you know, Buffalo being uh, stereotypical (laughs) Buffalo weather-wise, just being really cold and snowy, so kind of hard to get get out of that. Yeah, yeah. Last year, the Blue Jackets were supposed to go to Buffalo in December, and it got canceled again. So it's like I don't know. Maybe they have trouble like earlier this year too already. Buffalo has. They had like plane delays or something, so the game yeah, got delayed for that they night. Got, they, they did get to Columbus, but there were some issues. So I don't know. Maybe, and that was in Dece- this December too. So I don't know. Maybe it's like the world saying, "Hey, Blue Jackets, Sabers, don't play games in the month of." Maybe December. they should Pick move out of Buffalo. Month. Pick a different month. <laughs> yeah. Right. And well, I mean, that's the unfortunate reality. Is like you know, it falls right December's right in the middle of all of it, and then it could maybe not even get better all the way through February, January. I reversed those two months by accident, but you know, it could feasibly not get better uh, through that. Um, so I want to start out. Uh, so that's a, a little bit unfortunate news. So I want to start out with maybe something a little bit like um, better. Uh, it was released today that. Um, let's see. Cole Sillinger is off the IR and he's back. Uh, also as of last game, we might've mentioned this before. We might be repeating some information from last time, but that's all right. Um, Adam Boquist is back. It was great. Um, and Emil Bemstrom got recalled today, which is pretty cool, which sent, um, Christensen back down to the monsters. Which is all right. He did okay at times. I don't think that maybe he was on his like top best game, like every single game he played for us. But you know, he's a young guy still developing, whatever. But unfortunately, we have some um, new people on the IR, as always, um, or at least out. I don't know what they, 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 sometimes they just call out and they don't really put them on the IR to see if they get better sooner because once you're on the IR, you're stuck there for seven days, right? Um, so Chinikov, uh, I think we might have mentioned this one last time though, too. Chinikov's out, uh, high ankle sprain, and uh, wow, my screen's just really bright, uh, getting kind of blown out here. Um, high ankle sprain or something like that, uh, he's been out for a bit. Merz Leakins is still currently technically out, but he was seen uh, at skating at practice today, which is pretty cool. Um, also, Patrick Line is out with COVID as well. Well, okay, so that's what Merz Leakins was out for um, last yeah. week. And the new protocol is um, if you have a positive test, then you're, you're at the quarantine for like five days. And then another test, if you're good, you're good. If not, 
like another five days or something like that. So um, be glad to see him back. He's not really having the best of years this year, but I'd still, I mean, that is our, we're paying him the money to be, uh, to be our number one. I would like to see him yeah. a few more times. Oh, and one other little interesting tidbit that makes me for, really excited. Did you happen to see today, Kevin, that um, Nick Blankenberg was sitting on the bench at practice with Brad Larson? Yes. And that he'll be he's skated by himself from what I understood from the Twitter posts I read. Um, not with the team yet, but that's exciting news. Right. Also, I saw someone mention that uh, Jacob Voracek was watching practice the other day from behind the bench. He could just be watching. He could just be there. I mean, uh, no rush for him to get back. Not 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 for this season anyway. I mean, next season, yes, I'd love to see him back, but. Um, Totally understand. Totally understand. Uh, so, what's our next game coming up? Thursday. Thursday. They're in New York to play the Islanders. Correct. Correct. Oh, well, real quick, we can talk about the loss of Chicago. We'll just, like, breeze through it real quick. Um, to, me, to me, honestly. Can we talk about that one already? Oh, we'll talk about this after the Islanders because yeah. it'll be tying into our future game coming yeah. up yet, too. You know, this just goes with the theme of how the Blue Jackets been p- playing more recent games, which is the score says 5-2, but it doesn't necessarily say, tell the story because for the most part of the game, they're playing pretty good. It's just little moments yeah. here and there where you give chances and it's in your back of the net. And, you, you know, you can't give a team that's got Kane and Taze multiple power play opportunities. <laughs> you can't do that. Right. Just, even if Kane, uh, even if Kane's a little older now, maybe a little slower. There's still Kane and Taves. Um, but then also the the guy, yeah, it's still Kane and Taves. Um, the guy that everyone was kind of, um, you know, there was a bunch of headlines about that everyone was pissed at was Max Domi, yeah, former Blue nice. Jackets player, talking shit about Columbus because his family wouldn't come see him here during COVID. And, you know, that's just, it's just kind of stupid. On top of that, you know, his comments about Columbus look even worse when you can go back to March of 2022 when he's asked about Columbus. And so, oh, I like Columbus and list all the reasons this is blah, blah, blah. And then you say this and it's just like, dude, on top of that, the first year you were here was the 2020-2021 season when basically you just basically really couldn't do anything. And if you did do something that was – Hotel game back to hotel or hotel uh, practice back to hotel. And, and you're getting and, tested between all those trips too. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting them COVID. Yeah, and to, and and I don't know. Maybe you can like go to a restaurant and get some takeout or, or something. Yeah, like order that. some Grubhub. You know, to, <laughs> so yeah. like that's basically what that. And then, but the second season for his comment, there was no excuse for that because. Nah, the, I mean, the, the I think that says more about. Um, Max Domi and how his family feels about him than it does Columbus. Uh, you're right. And on top of that, you know, Max, you, the last season, 2021-2022, there was none of that really co- coronavirus stuff. It's like if you wanted to come see him, you could, you, your family could have done that. You could have said something about that. But apparently, I guess you didn't yeah. say anything about it. And now, you know, a year plus later, now it's okay to you know come to Chicago. It's like no, you could have done that with Columbus. But anyway, well, besides, that's besides the point. There's pl- like if you can't find something you like or something that's fun to do to you in Columbus, Ohio, you yeah. need to like check your pulse or something. All it takes yeah. is a simple Google search. You can find some cool shit. You Not can. to mention Columbus, Ohio. Um, maybe uh, maybe this is rude to say. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, Columbus, Ohio has a less um, less crime right in chicago yeah. <laughs> i mean I, granted i think chicago is a bigger city which makes sense but like because there's more people no, more no listen hefty duck there's some truth to that because yeah. i only in february 2019 i went to chicago to see the blue jackets play there and i only went because my cousin uh, had connections to united that's right yep. you're an illinois guy right yep i live in illinois right. and my cousin worked for united at the time and the blackhawks are partnered with United and that's the only reason and because that she could get tickets to Blackhawks games and she knew I like the Blue Jackets so we went there but where the Blackhawks are 
it's not in the greatest neighborhood. It's one of those places where you just look, you put your head down, you don't look at anyone. It's like get in, get in the get, get in off the, the train, you get in, get in, get in, get in, get in the <laughs> arena. And then when the game's over, it's like okay, get to your car, get to your car, put your head down, get to your car, don't look at anyone, and just go. When I'm in Columbus, I don't, I don't, I've never had that feeling. No, not even like close. And hang I out. I can take my time nice. getting back. I can take my time getting back to the hotel. I know. Okay, I can just take my time, walk around. If I see someone, I can say hi, talk to them, and then get back to my hotel. So, like, you're absolutely right. There is some truth to that. I mean, the and worst things I've heard of happening outside nationwide is that one dude with the bullhorn. It's super annoying. There's always the same homeless guys, and that's whatever. That's every city. But, right. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you know, your car might get dinged up in the parking garage, which we saw. I saw some posts about recently that someone did a hit and run in the parking in the parking garage, which yeah, no injuries, just a, a little damage to a car though, and that's yeah. that's about the worst of it. Um, so. Uh, it just comes down to this is that for the most part, the game was okay, but then you little chances here and there to where yeah. you give it up. You know, you unfortunately it's back in it because a little, you know, bumps here and there, but you take those away. It's like they didn't play that bad. And that's really been the story of the Blue Jackets recently. And it got pretty physical. So I'm, I'm yeah. going to tie this into the to their next game against Chicago, which is coming up on 12. 31 this will be the game after next we'll, we'll get to the islanders game here shortly um but so we're going to meet them again uh 12 31 that's new year's eve at 1 p.m the game got moved due to some um you know ohio state stuff that's whatever i you know i i, I yeah it's a I smart marketing move because no, otherwise, I, no one i don't no one. listen listen i i don't i don't agree with this and the reason is is that the blue jack number one the blue jackets have been here for 22 years now They've established a fan base that shows up regardless. Even when they're not doing the greatest or good, they still show up. Even this year, they're not doing the greatest, and they're still getting good crowds that show up. On top of that, Blue Jackets, Ohio State has been horrible to you over the years. They've treated you like shit, absolute shit. They've been, you know, all the – There's no collab between the hockey teams, which is just surprising. You know, just a little bit. Yes. So, like – you know, from starting working with the state government of Ohio to try and stop the Blue Jackets from coming, failed. Uh, the shot where Ohio State plays basketball and hockey, that was built in an attempt to stop Nationwide Arena. That failed. You know, when the Blue Jackets have get, – get in 2013, they, it gets announced that the Blue Jackets are having the NHL All-Star Game in 2015. Ohio State wins the national championship celebration, and it, they celebrate it the same weekend as the Blue Jackets. You ha- and just little other things. And then Gene Smith, the derp, we can't have a college football. We can't have hockey games at the shoe because plumbing, please ignore all the times that we've had cold weather events there. Oh, What's up, can- Sean Butcher? Welcome in. And Sean then Gene Smith comes bit. out. Nice to see you, says, man. Oh yeah, we're we're totally we could do a college football playoff game. We're open and uh, no. Yeah, so I'm, I'm well, sorry. I, at some point. So my counter argument to all of this. I'm, I I want to finish this here. I want to finish. All right, this all right, hurry up. <laughs> I promise I'm almost done. The blue and there are so many examples to this that where the Blue Jackets have gone out of their way to support Ohio State and be nice to them and. Other than they really haven't gotten anything out of it. Ohio State over the years just spits in their face and the Blue Jackets just kind of sit there and take it. And it's frustrating to see. So it's like at some point, Blue Jackets, you got to stand up to them and you get to say, no, we're not just going to do something because, you know, Ohio State, you built a good enough fan base for 22 years that shows up regardless you can you can do it because other cities don't do this. Look at you know the Cincinnati teams work together, the Cleveland teams work together. It's not just it's just a Columbus thing. You know no. the Blue Jackets and the crew and the Clippers work together. So anyways, at some point Blue Jackets you can't always just bow down to Ohio State. And and one more thing, New Year's Eve 2016, the Blue Jackets and Ohio State played at the same time. The Blue Jackets did not change the, their game that year. 
because, again, because they understand Columbus is a great sports town. They'll support the Blue Jackets, Ohio State, the crew, the Clippers. Built enough good fan bases there. You just can't. At some point, you got to stop bowing down to Ohio State. That's just me, my my uh, ang- my, my angry rant. And I'm saying this as someone so, that likes Ohio State, but you just can't keep doing this. So Show some respect the counter you. argument to this, and I agree with you on some points. I really do. I think that Ohio State's not necessarily um, welcoming to the Blue Jackets with open arms ever. And the Blue Jackets do bow to that. Now, the truth of the matter is there's more, there's, there's far more Ohio State fans than there are Blue Jackets fans. There just is. And you mentioned in 2016 them playing on the same day. Ohio State did not play Michigan at that time, as far as I'm aware. It was a college football playoff game against It Clark. was. But if the team that Ohio State was playing was not the biggest rival in college football, then I would agree, keep the time the same. But I had tickets for that game. And it was going to be at like 6 p.m. originally. And when it was first moved, I was pissed about it. But now, as also an Ohio State fan, I'm pretty happy in a way that I'm going to be able to go and watch the Blue Jackets and then I'm going to be able to watch the, the Buckeyes later that night. So, you know, it's, it's, it's what it comes down to, Kevin, as I'm sure, it comes down to money and TV ratings as well. It's not even like the in-person attendance. People with tickets would go, I'm sure, or try to sell them or whatever. But, um, you know, it's it, TV ratings are, I mean, if they were to keep that, there would be not a single person watching, almost guaranteed. And, you know, maybe like out of state, you know, non-Ohio State fans would be watching. Sure. Um, But when it comes down to it, that there's a bigger draw for Ohio State. And this comes like I am not really a football. I don't really watch football much at all. I don't really care about football at all. I hockey is my main gig. That's what I care the most about. But at the end of the day, marketing, it's the marketing of it. I again, I under I understand what you're saying, Ed, and everything, and I agree with it to a certain extent. But it, but what kind of mark you know what kind of marketing strategy is that that you for 22 years that you built a, a fan base that's good enough that shows up regardless, but then you're still worried. Oh, I don't know about about Ohio State. People might not show up. No, I'm sorry. That that's not at least in my I'm not a marketing expert or anything. I don't work for people doing marketing or anything. But in my opinion, I don't think that's a good marketing strategy to just think, well, you know, oh, sorry, uh, you know, sorry, we can't have that game because, you know, well, what about Ohio State? Hey, off topic really, really quick. I am watching the uh, WJC, the World Junior Championship right now in Slovakia versus United States. And Slovakia is up like five to two in the third. So just wanted to throw that out there for anyone watching. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the episode. I just wanted to bring that up real quick because the game's going to be over here shortly. And just we'll get into that later. But anyway, let's do change topics, though, a little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, because on that day, like I mentioned, I have um, oh, Sean Butcher says TV ratings if they had a version of commentary with this custom. Dude, that'd be awesome. Honestly, I would pay extra just for like a like a microphone feed of like on the ice, like chirps and stuff like that. Like I would pay extra for that. And yes, USA, what happened? Dude, who knows? <laughs> who knows, man? They're still a good team, but Slovakia, really? Hmm. Oh, uh, anyway, okay. So back to the Chicago game, December uh 31st, 1 p.m. Um, so a couple newsworthy things about that. The first 10,000 fans get um, a calendar, a 2023 calendar for the Blue Jackets, which is pretty awesome. I'm going to try to get there early for that. Uh, there's going to be face painting. There's going to be um, people doing balloon twisting. There's going to be a bunch of other fun stuff on the concourse. That's pretty cool. Um, and something that ended up being more a little controversial is they're going to have fireworks inside the arena after the game i'm i'm i both am excited for that as a fan who has tickets and also a little bit surprised due to the um incident that happened with the blue jackets last summer 
or the summer before last. Um, but as as things happen, you know, shit happens. We <laughs> that that arena, you know, hasn't been known to. Um, I don't know. Like they still have like. My point being, at some point, we have to move forward. Right. I think that this is maybe a big jump forward, um, but I kind of get it, you know. Um, something, something also to consider is this, is that if you look from a schedule standpoint, there's always games for, that people go to that are the, uh, the most popular Blue Jackets games. And the home opener, the New Year's Eve one, and it, if they make the playoffs, that's it. Those are some of the biggest ones that people love going to i think the one right after christmas i think the buffalo game was going to be huge too because everyone's traveling home like to see family there's a bunch of people in town there's a bunch of um you know people like i saw quite a few people on twitter saying like i traveled like 13 hours to get here because they all like a lot of people have off work a lot yep. more people yep. and it's in the middle of the week like there's nothing else really going on it's between christmas and new year's like i thought i think that was going to be a huge game that we're really missing out on and uh, hopefully those people were able to get refunds or something. There's some absolute truth to that because you see around uh, the Friday, the Friday after the, the week of Thanksgiving, the, those are always big games attendance wise for the yeah. Blue Jackets. Uh, Christmas, like New Year's, there's that. But one, of, you know, but New Year's Eve is really one of the big ones because it's generally speaking, it's at night and people love to make a day out of it. You, Restaurants, yes, and bars. that's what I was looking forward to myself. Restaurants and bars and stores. Maybe you go to our bar, you go to the game, you do stuff there. Maybe you go back to your hotel after that. You know, you have some fun with that. And one of the things about the New Year's Eve game, it's been like this for years, is they have the fireworks show. And yes, I understand people's um, criticisms of it because of the Elvis Merzlikin situation, but you're right, Hefty Duck. At some point, we have to move on. Also, I don't think. The Blue Jackets are just going to say no to a tradition that they've had for so for, for so many years that people look forward to. Did they do it last year? Do you know? I'd be I would have been surprised if they did it last year. But at yeah. the same time, I heard some players and like I don't you know, I'm not talking shit here by any means. But I heard some players were bothered by the cannon for a while after that, and I get that. I totally do. Um, I mean, at this point, I'd like to. I would I would hope that with you know, being professional athletes, um, you know, and, and hopefully at some point talking to a sports psychiatrist or whatever and getting some therapy by now, I, I'd, I'd hope that we're, we're able to move, we're able to move forward fine, you know. Um, but uh, I do want to speed this up a little bit due to uh, we have a, uh, I have quite a bit more shit I want to cover today. So just real quick, um, one of the things I'm looking for most of that game is some bad blood. Um we saw quite a lot of tussles. There was quite a little bit of uh, pushing around, or a couple fights even. And um, now Chicago's uh, in on our turf, at our home. So hopefully the um, you know the big guys we got, you know, hopefully good Branson. Hopefully you know because uh, I think someone was trying to fight Lina even that game. Um, uh, it was a Kachuk. Kachuk was being a a, a twat the whole time. Yeah, he. Catch up. He was causing issues for everyone, and just and then to... finally, Good Branson came out uh, and just like leveled them, but then picked him back up just so he could punch him in the face one good time. That was pretty <laughs> awesome, dude. I'd love to see that from him. And then somehow, somehow, after all that, somehow they got power play. Like Chicago kept getting power plays, and I was really confused by like what was no. going on with those. He, and... He's the one that kind of started it and got this yeah. whole issue well, started. And then yeah. you're gonna give no. It's like no, it should have been four on four. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see some. Uh, I'm not hopefully. I don't want to see anyone get injured, but I would like to see. Uh, I would really like to see them come out physical tomorrow and stay physical the whole time, um, and come up to it. Sean Butcher says Chicago needs to rebuild. If that means letting go of your star players and do it, I agree. I've heard that they're shopping Kane and shopping uh, Seth Jones right now. Uh, you know, Max Domi is always kind of like one of those rental type players. Like he doesn't stick around very long. Um, on any team he's been on. No. Um, you're right. I mean, absolutely right, Sean. I agree with that. They're starting, I, I think some of them are starting to age out, like Kane. And then um, they have like a couple good players, but uh, I don't know what their, I don't know what their prospect situation is. That's all. But I um, also think Kane probably 
the thing that could get in the way of Kane is he's got that $10 million contract. And I think no teams are really going to want to touch that. Right. Uh, especially with him being what he's like 30 something now. And just in the sports world, that means like, not that that doesn't mean he's good. I mean, look at Ovechkin, um, <laughs> but that's starting to maybe like get paid a little less. If you're not like performing like you used to, which yeah. is understandable. And he's, just I don't think I don't know I have to look at his stats but I don't think he's performing like he used to but anyway other than that we have a game tomorrow tomorrow we uh we the Blue Jackets are playing the New York Islanders uh the last ten games New York Islanders are four four and two they are on a two uh two game win streak last ten games the Blue Jackets are two eight and zero oh, with uh and we're on a six game losing streak uh Sean Butcher says. Uh, speaking of Ovi, has he collected his social security check? Oh my, yeah, listen, the, I know the dude's in his 30s, but he looks like he's like 72 or something. Yeah, he's got a lot of white gray in that. I would probably sh- like go clean shaven if my beard was that white and I was only like 30 something. Like, <laughs> damn, bro, he looks older than like, like most of the coaches. <laughs> I mean, how old do you think Brad Larson is? He's in his, I think he's like 40s. It's like 42 or 46 or something like that. Because Jody Shelley's 46. Did you know that? I didn't think he was that old. I Me either. I saw a fight of him today. Uh, posted, I have it posted on my personal Twitter. Um, I think I posted it on ours too. At Brew Jackets Pod. And um, it was pretty good. I like seeing him. It's such a stark contrast. Because, you know, he was that enforcer guy back then. And now he's, uh, he's a, a part of the face of the franchise pretty cool um so that's our last last 10 uh islanders are sixth in the metro uh blue jackets are eighth uh we last met them 11 25 uh november 25th we lost three to two that was at home and we met them before that uh we lost three to four uh away uh tomorrow New York. I'm going to speed through this a little bit. We'll uh, we'll talk about the some of the players here in a bit. Um, tomorrow, uh, the New York's chance of winning is uh, 64.8% uh, chance, with uh, New York being the favorite at uh, minus 227, Blue Jackets at a plus 184. Part of that comes from the Islanders will have it at home. Right. Part of that comes from their slightly better record. Um, the only thing that the Blue Jackets um, were uh, we, we beat them in the only average uh, metric we beat them in is uh, amount of saves per game because we're letting uh, teams rip like 50 fucking shots on us like every game. Yeah. So we beat them in saves. Woo. Well, as long as we can do that and still have like, you know, more goals than them. Great. A um, couple notable players to watch. We got uh, New York Islanders. Noble players. Matt Barzal, one of their stars. He's a center. Um, he has 28 assists for the year. That's the most on their team. Um, what was it Cal? Oh, yeah. And a couple of notable players that are out. Uh, what is Cal Clutterbuck and Palmieri? They're both out on IR. Uh, another notable player. A couple more notable players. Brock Nelson, 21 assists, 15 goals. Noah Dobson, 10 goals, 14 assists. That's a defenseman, too. Uh, Anders Lee, uh, Casey Sezikis, and Matt Martin are going to be three guys we need to watch being very physical with the Blue Jackets. They have 36, 40, and 41 penalty minutes each, uh, respectively, in order. And uh, and Anders Lee also has 13 goals, 15 assists, as well as having um, over half-hour penalty minutes. So uh, Ilya Sorokin, probable goalie, as the, their other goalie is out for tomorrow. And he has a 926 save percentage, which is um, better than any of our goalies this year. So, Kevin, what do you think tomorrow? Corpusalo or Tarasov? Or is Merzlikens amazingly back in time? He was at practice. Is he amazingly back in time for tomorrow? I do think that they gotta, they're going to get Merzlikens in there sometime eventually. Yeah. However, my my suspicion is though, may perhaps only because this is a, a division opponent, so be a harder opponent, yeah. and it's on the road. Maybe you do go with Corpusalo or Tarasov 
in that regard. That's a good point. If you, you know, give Merce Lincolns maybe the start against Chicago, then you know, right? Bring him back for that. Um, I forgot to mention earlier in the show. Maybe I did. We have reactivated from the roster Cole Sillinger. Yes, is back. He is, and he's 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 on the he's on the roster. He's not scratched or anything. Um, I'm ignoring that comment over there. Please don't comment anymore. Rob Dab TV ZGC. I will block you from the uh, Twitch. Thanks. Bye. Um. So. Uh yeah, I just want you. Know, I'm curious. Just curious to see. Uh, you know, we don't we don't fully know, but tomorrow, um, they didn't they didn't send Tarasov back down. So I'm assuming that for tomorrow at least, Elvis Merzlikens is not going to be in net. Um, wow. So we have a couple of cool ones to watch for tomorrow. <laughs> Kev, <laughs> nice. I love it. Um, uh, some notable players to watch for the Blue Jackets tomorrow. We have uh Marchenko, and uh, He's so good. He has three goals in his last five games. Oh, so and good. He has like the least amount of NHL experience on the entire team right now. So like there's the, the fact that he's just scoring goals and he's like, you know, he's like, I don't want to say like low on the totem pole or whatever, but like, you know, he's definitely not getting, uh, let's see what's his, um, what's been his um, average time on ice. Marchenko. I see that. Oh, here we go. Average time on ice, uh, 12 minutes, 30 seconds. That's not bad, actually, for that young of a dude, for that new of a guy. That's more than Olivier. <laughs> um, that is the second lowest on the team after. Uh, no, yeah, after Olivier is second lowest. And coming back is Emil Bemstrom. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes as well. He has a decent amount of time, too. It's like around 13 minutes, which is weird because cylinder has less than that uh i have so we are going to be i think leaning on kent johnson a little more here uh soon uh so according to some twitter posts i saw multiple ones so i'm not going to credit anyone specific um multiple twitter uh posts today johnson um was centering at practice for nyquist and marchenko the gentleman we were just talking about so we'll see how that goes and another controversial character in a way, Roslovic was on the first line with Goudreau and Bemstrom. So I've seen a lot of complaints about Roslovic. I've complained about him this year. Ooh. And interestingly, yes, his shot percentage shot sucks. Ooh. Sure. But... You can shit on Rosvik all you want. The stats don't lie. Rosie is third in points with 18. That's, I mean, yes, he has more games than Line A, but the only two people better than him currently, Boone Jenner and Johnny Gaudreau. And Boone Jenner's out right now. So who is the next guy with the best stats who plays center? Yep. Jack Rosvik. He's second in assists, with 15 assists for the year. Only behind Johnny Gaudreau, who has 24, which is insane. Um, yeah, um, his shooting percentage is really shitty. But guess what? He's sixth on the team in shots on goal with 49. Um, so that's saying something. It, it, just, it just is. The stats just are there. They don't lie. That's just how it is. And another People can thing. complain all day, but... Yeah. Another thing to consider is this, is that people have to realize where the Blue Jackets currently are. They are, you know, in a kind of a rebuild, retool phase. And, and generally speaking, you're in this time at part, this time where you are, you're more likely to try different combinations because you need to see where these people work. Yeah, Can, you we're need already to, losing. So why is why not just experiment a little? You need it because, you know, you need to be able to see, okay, if I stick this guy on the fourth line, how is he going to do? Is he going to be good or bad? If I stick this guy on the third line or the second line or the first line, how is he going to do? Because you need to see this, not just for now, but for the future. Also with Jack Rosovic, this past offseason, they just gave him a two-year contract. So from a contract standpoint, Get that the money's be, worth. Yeah. 
You need to get your money's worth. That would be extremely wasteful to not use him if you just threw that money at him this offseason and then to not use him. And this is true. As long as Rosalvik's been here from his first season, 2020-2021, up until now, it's inconsistent. But he has shown that he can be good when given the chance. So it be first line, second line, third line, whatever. And this season, we've already seen that when he's been playing with second line center with Patrick Laine and Yegor Chinikov, mm-hmm. it's been really oh, good. Yeah. That line you know, against the Kings on that line, Rosovic had a four point night, two goals, two assists. He did. He's been, he's had some great multi point nights, I think, so, this year. That's why they have to. There's a reason why he's doing it because he's shown he can do it. But on top of that, you are the rebuild retool phase. You need to see what this guy can do if you put him in in different spots. And if it works, great. You have something for now in the future. If it don't, now you know and you can stick someone else, stick someone else there, whether it be Kent Johnson or someone else. You need to see where this is going to go. You know, at the end of the day, um, the amount of assists he has, I think, balances out his um, poor shot percentage, I think, because it's still helping us to score the goals. Um, real quick, uh, I'm going to do an ad read. After the ad read, uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about prospects for um, a little bit of time in the World Junior Championship. And then uh, we're going to talk about a conspiracy that I have brewing. I, this is very low key, so so you have to pay attention here. But here Rap we go. With ad. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Uh, Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Uh, See show notes everywhere for disclaimer. Also, four days, we have sports betting in Ohio. Let's go. Don't forget to use that code in four days. It's well, very important. THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, that's what, uh, who we are partnered with. It helps uh, it helps us help them out, which then helps us out back in turn, right? So right. anyway, if you like to want, want to support the show in any way, uh, go do that. All you need is a $5 bet. It's a fun time. Uh, you know, just be aware. I read the stats from – I read the, uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, odds earlier. New York's a negative – 227 favorite tomorrow jackets as much as i want them to be the favorite are a plus 184 so you know if you're betting on that i know sean butcher down there likes to bet and he says is the conspiracy jackets are taking for bernard because i've heard that one a lot no this is one this is one that is brand new i've not seen i've only seen one post from it and it's what gave me the idea for it but stay tuned because i will talk about that in just a little bit they're not tanking. The Blue Jackets are not tanking. This isn't no, on purpose. It, this is not on purpose, man. I fucking wish it was. <laughs> it's all it's, it's all the injuries and everything. This is not on purpose. Yeah. And even if they wanted to, it wouldn't happen because you have to look at who controls the Blue Jackets. John Davidson, Yarma Kekalainen, and Brian Larson. They're all hard workers. They don't put up with that shit. So it wouldn't even happen if they wanted to. But it's not a tank because of all these injuries and other stuff that just got in their way, and they're doing the best that they can with the current uh, situation. And yes, but that is not the conspiracy. Um, so I want to talk a bit about um, the IIHF World Juniors Championship. Um, currently, USA is behind six to three, with three seconds left in the third period against Slovakia. So uh, pretty much the U.S. has lost to Slovakia. What's up with that? 
Anyway, I'm not concerned with the U.S. as much this year because the Blue Jackets have three prospects, and they are all on Czechia, or formerly the Czech Republic, whatever um, you want to call it. It uh, They changed their international name to Czechia. You can just refer to them as Czechia. People know what you're talking about. Um, and those are David Yurchek, defenseman, uh, Stanislav Svozel, defenseman, and Martin Rosavi. Uh, forward. So, have you seen the news about um, Svozel? Oh, who, who, who is one? Svozel's the captain. But you see how many points he has so far? Oh, God, he's been doing so good. I saw it on Twitter today. He just keeps doing good and put racking up the points. He's the point leader for the entire tournament so far with five points. He has one goal, four assists, and he's a defenseman. Okay. Um, now, David Yurchek's nothing to sneeze at either. He's got two points, which is two assists in the tournament. So he's great. Uh, Martin Rosavi, um, as a four, he has a zero points so far. That doesn't mean he hasn't contributed in some ways. Um, he is. Uh, they're all very talented. But um, you know, Sposal, we got um, third round pick, second round pick last year. No, he's a, he's a third round pick, and he and yeah. he's a third round pick that they got in the Max Domi trade when they got him from Montreal. Right. Yeah. So. And then Yurichek's a first-round pick, correct? Yep, yep. Yeah. And I understand that some people didn't like the Josh Anderson deal at the time, but it was a smart move because the Blue Jackets are not going to pay someone like Anderson who gets hurt a lot, and then you're stuck with that contract. So yep. that was the, it was the smart move to do. You know, Domi looked good at that time. He had average at best looking back. Yeah, he's not a bad player. He's just a douche. (laughs) But you get a third-round pick out of it when Yarmo's good at drafting. So now you're seeing that that it's looking to be a good – Judging by the way these prospects are playing, yes. Because Juracek has actually already seen some NHL playing time this year. He's played in two games, correct? Yeah, and he almost pulled a Cole Sillinger – making the team out of camp. He was so close. He was oh, one of the last cuts. He's just very young. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see him develop. We'll see um, Svozel develop yet, too. They're all young guys. Um, they're all playing for Czechia, as I said. And uh, currently, at least until tomorrow, uh, we'll see how the tournament goes yet. But currently, Czechia is tied for first in Group A. So they're in Group A, and the, the, they're tied for first with Sweden. And both Sweden and Czechia absolutely demolished austria the other day so that pumped up their their numbers a lot like uh Czechia got nine extra goals so those are the goal leaders for the tournament and but sweden got 11 goals on austria um so it's been a wild tournament so far basically austria is just <laughs> not gonna win which so sorry austria man that's unfortunate they're not a not really a hockey powerhouse i was surprised at how much germany kept up the other day with uh with uh, I forget who. Um, I think Canada lost to Czechia. Anyway, whatever. So Finland, Sweden's right behind Czechia. So um, Finland as doing well as all, every they do every year. They always do good. Um, Sweden almost always does good. Uh, USA was fifth earlier, but with this loss, I think that knocks them down to sixth overall. Um, Canada is about to play soon and the only reason i mentioned usa and canada is because that's the typical hockey whatever if you know prospects then there there's definitely some teams people know or player names people know on the teams um check your so to see the prospects um play check is playing uh their next game is tomorrow versus sweden so the two first place teams in group a they're going to go at it and one of them is going to be in second soon and um, this will be really interesting. Just interesting because they're the two top teams. I want to see if uh, you know uh, the the Blue Jackets prospects are are uh, able to step it up and be even better because they're looking great. I mean, they beat Canada for for Christ's sake. That's that they beat Bedard. They beat Fantilli. They beat uh, Shane Wright. You know, they're. Canadian team is probably one of the best they've had in years, and last year's was amazing because we had good old Kent Johnson on the team. Um, so 
just something interesting to keep an eye out. Uh, you know, especially with the with the Blue Jackets having kind of you know a shit season this year. Looking at the future, looking at um how our rebuild is going from the bottom up, and seeing where our prospects are at is uh is huge to me. So, okay, we got about fifteen minutes left in the show. I think that gives me just enough time. Sorry, I wanted to power through that uh, real quick about the uh, thing. So, here's my conspiracy. All right. All right. The other day, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I saw a post. Here, let me pull up the. Uh, I, I pulled up a. I got a screenshot of it the other day. Um, the post was uh, made by Caitlin at KG Dunkel, and she said, "Did CBJ take down the behind the battle of them in Finland?" because I watched it last Saturday, and now I don't see it anywhere. I replied, because I went and I went to go search this out and look for myself. Because, yeah. okay, so I got to ask you, Kev, first and foremost. Yeah. They had, they, they have some videos from Finland up. Yeah. Yes. But they're like little... There's but they're like little clips, though. But at one point, I thought that I watched like a longer one. Which at least had like at least those clips together or something. Am I mistaken? What you probably saw is that when the Blue Jackets are about to release a behind the battle episode, they do little teasers here and there of just like mm -hmm. little clips or little longer clips of to get you interested in and saying, "Hey, here's a, net, a clip from behind the battle, and it's coming this day because they've already teased it that the next one is coming this upcoming Friday." Correct. And that's what makes me made me think about it even more. So, to expand on that a little bit yet, because I'm not fully convinced that there. Like, I'm pretty sure that on the YouTube itself, when you go to the Blue Jackets, the Columbus Blue Jackets YouTube, and you click on the playlist behind the battle on the very top. It says one video unavailable because it's hidden. One video, right? Yeah. And all I'm saying is, so when you go to like when you go to unhide the video, it says private video, and underneath that is the 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 premiered video for the Finland trip. And this person on Twitter, Caitlin, has mentioned that. They watched it, it the last Saturday. And maybe there was like a release by accident first. But I feel like there's even less Finland clips than there was that they released. I thought I saw a lot more than that. Maybe it was like temporary clips on Twitter or something. But like I thought that I, I frequent their YouTube page. And I thought that I had watched some of these. And I'm looking through and I don't, I'm not seeing some videos that I thought I watched. Yeah. So... Here's the conspiracy, all right? All right. So if it's not there, what happened? Well, they're going to be releasing um, this global series behind the battle this Friday. And in my opinion, maybe they edited some things or maybe, maybe took some videos down due to how bad it went. Because Patrick Laine himself came out and said in an interview... He kind of regretted going to the trip at all because of how bad it went. You know, he was a superstar over there. It just made him look bad. And so that's my that's my conspiracy. It's basically they're just like trying to like I guess like you know just like oh forget about that we'll do and then do the positive PR stuff on like a bigger the behind the battle stuff. Now I'm sure they'll mention that we didn't win. I'm sure they'll mention that in the behind the battle. But I think it's you know they're really going to focus on what happened off the ice too. And that's it. That's my conspiracy. I think that the blue jackets have hidden or taken down a video that was, um, that may have, um, at the time, like may have been positive, like more, po like, I don't know. I, I, I don't really recall. I just think that they're, they're hiding some information that happened from there. Um, just because we lost so badly and because the, the Finnish players on our team were pissed and that's all. I think they're just trying to save some face and it's just, it's just public relations. It's just PR. 
Um, you know, anyone out there uh, listening to the recording, listening to the audio, watching live, watching replay on YouTube, um, feel free to comment on that. Feel free. Did you, do you remember seeing videos that may not be there now? Am I talking out of my ass completely? Am I right? Am I wrong? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below because I'm not entirely sure myself. I've done a little bit of research for this, you know, investigating, uh, researching, just some Googling and shit like that. I've tried to look on the, the Blue Jackets website, um, you know, through the news articles and everything like that. I feel like I'm just seeing less stuff about it than when it, than when it was happening, like like before it happened and during it. And then now that it's after, it's been after for a while now, I feel like there's just less about it. Now, we're going to see on Friday with the next behind the battle i'm gonna watch that i'm gonna see like oh you know what's familiar to me what's not you know so that's um you know i personally i'm waiting for that to come out here shortly just so i can put my mind at ease maybe and it's like nothing i really care about i just wanted to make it i guess like apparent because like once that caitlin person mentioned that i was like oh maybe and maybe they're just trying to save face, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just like transparency. That's yeah. all. I don't I, like feeling like I'm being tricked. Last, <laughs> last year, when Union Blue Soldiers did the march with the Blue Jackets for the home opener, they took a clip from that and put it in a behind the battle episode. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. Um. So yeah, that's like. So if you go to um youtube like right now and you go to columbus blue jackets so when you go to click the behind the battle here let me see if i can i'm going to share this tab real quick okay so When you go to this tab, oops, I don't want to show the video. That's not really a thing. <laughs> so um, the new ones start down here. Yeah. Um, I think because the episodes are really confusing to me, the way that they have this all um, set up and whatnot. It's just confusing to me the way it's set, set up. It's not really fully clear. And you're right. Maybe it was like a little like one minute teaser like this one is. You know, maybe it was a little teaser or whatever. But then, um, so this is upcoming. Yeah. Where's episode one and two? I don't know. So when we go to all videos and we just try to scroll all the way down. I wish this would get out of here. There we go. Um, to where they start talking about the Finn stuff. That was like a month and a half ago. So it was November like 14th, right? 14th and 15th. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Month ago, month ago, month ago. We're getting there. Finish hockey memories. Okay. So. There's the media availability. The rink reports. Fans brought energy to Tampa. Tampere. Um, Patty talks about Tampere. Scores, whatever, whatever, whatever. But like, I feel like there was like a kind of like a compilation of a bunch of these. Cause like, I remember seeing in this the um, Ismo, the stand up comic guy. I remember seeing that, but I don't think it was like part of it, was just its own short. I, I, I know that they released this one as well, but like, and you can see which ones like I watched on YouTube and I've seen some on Twitter and stuff like that too. So all I'm saying is that I thought there was more. I just thought there was more stuff that it was like um, a longer video. Like a, it was like maybe like five, six minutes of like their Finland talking about their Finland trip. That was also maybe a teaser for the behind the battle. There was a little bit longer of a video I, I hear somewhere at some point, I think. So um, real quick, I'll go back to the, um, I'll go back to the, this playlist. I'm going to show you what I saw earlier. So right up here on the top, it says one available, one unavailable video is hidden. Um, 
earlier. Well, that's weird. Earlier, I was able to press unhide. Like literally, like 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 right before stream, I was able to press unhide. And there was a video right here between eight and three that said private video. I want to know what it is. I want to know because it's not like the next behind the battle. That's probably still in the works. But then, okay, so like, once again, we go back to just all videos and we can see battle episode three. So three is it's the third one for this, this season. Okay. Um, I was unable to find one and two for this season unless they named them something else different, which was really weird. So, oh, okay. So here's episode two, but it's not part of their, it's not part of their playlist, right? Episode two, building up. I remember watching this one. I talked about their golf thing. This was uh, one month ago. And just go watch that one because I think maybe it's edited a little bit from its original video, I think. Just, uh, you know, check it out. Check out the second one before the third one comes out um, Friday. And then um, it's really weird how that's not part of the playlist as well for some reason. I just thought it was weird. And uh, where's the, you know, where's the first one in the playlist too? And why is the third one in there but not the first or second one? Um, so anyway, that's my little conspiracy. That's all. That's really it. I just want to, you know, like I said, I like transparency. I don't like feeling like I've been tricked. I don't like thinking I'm wrong about something that I thought I was right about. Oh, here we go. Here's episode one, the signing. This is about signing Johnny Gaudreau. So I remember that one. I remember the one with the golf thing. I thought that I had maybe seen one about the Finland Tampere trip already. So that's it. That's all. Like I said, Anyone listening out there, let me know your comment, um, what you think in the comments, because we'll find out Friday. We will find out. But, oh, yeah, that's about all I got going on for. That's all my list uh, is for today. Uh, unless you got anything to add, uh, we we mentioned um, all the recalls. We mentioned uh, the games coming up soon. Um, we mentioned. Uh, injuries. We mentioned the the prospects playing in the World Junior Tournament. Currently, Canada is playing Germany. Uh, it's one-one uh, in the first. Germany just scored. Um, good for them. But that's about all I have for this week. Uh, catch us again, probably same time next week. But pay attention. Um, to go ahead and uh, you know hit like and subscribe below here and hit the bell notification. So, you know, when we are live, because we may be switching it up. We might be doing some Mondays. We might be doing some Wednesdays. We might be doing some later ones, but in any case, you can always find us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, um, on for our video broadcast. And you can watch the replays on most of those too, or you can, uh, catch the audio on Spotify. Uh, what's the one is it Apple music or is it iTunes? Um, but pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, we are there. Uh, yeah. we, have, we are all across the internet. And something to consider is that the Emil Benstrom thing, that's only an emergency basis. So Correct. I noticed that. It was an emergency call-up. So basically that they can only use him for a certain amount of time, and when his time is up, he has to go back to Cleveland. And from a waiver standpoint, that's good because they don't have to worry about him, someone getting him. Yeah. And his credit, he's been quite good. Yeah, the monsters. So, I I agree. I think. I mean, uh, all the news I see from the monsters, the you know the the highlights I get to see, he's been doing great. And I don't mind seeing him up here. I know some people love him, some people hate him. I don't know why. I personally, I'm I'm lean more in towards the 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 love side. I think he's a great player. His his issue being for me, it, it is that yeah, it's a consistency issue, but but it's like. Where if you bring him up, he needs to be like a first line, second line guy. And under normal circumstances, without any injuries or anything else, where are you going to put him? And who are you going to take out? Because under normal circumstances, you're not going to take out Gaudreau or Jenner 
or, or Line A. Or Line A. You're not taking up Borchek, Nyquist, or Chinakov, or Rosalind. Or Danforth. Or Danforth. You're not taking out Kent Johnson. And that's the issue that he faces is that where are you going to put him if you pull him up? And it's almost better that he would be better down in Cleveland for that first, second line minutes so we can help continue and improve his game so that even if that is with the Blue Jackets or a different team down the road, he'll be, be you know, be, better for it. And that's really the issue that he, you know, he faces. I agree, man. I, I, I pretty much fully agree with all that. Like, I'm excited to see him play um, tomorrow and uh, might be able to see him play in person on Saturday. I'm super excited for this game Saturday. I'm going to I'm gonna be staying for the fireworks. I'm excited to see them. Um, and they're indoors. kind of. So I'm assuming they're not going to be like, like as big as the ones outdoors. I'm sure it's going to yeah. be more like on the ice or something like that. I don't know. I'm excited to see it. Um, and especially against Chicago after the last game we had against Chicago. I'm really excited to see it. Did I see a fly in my room? Holy shit. I know, right? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I gotta go empty my trash can or something. I thought I just cleaned it out. Whatever. Ignore that. I saw it on the screen that I'm I'm looking at, even it like it flew across my TV. All right. Uh, yes, I agree with everything there. Absolutely hundred percent. Um I think this is one of the first uh first podcasts in like a month or so that we haven't um bitched about brad larson but we'll probably bitch about him on next i mean what what do you want him to do seriously seriously you know he's doing the best he can and he's got all these injuries and other stuff what do you want you know what do you what do you want him to do seriously uh i want him to do something different um he's he said he's had been talking about this defensive system that he had been working on that like they're working on working on working on um, the defense is awful this year. They're letting through some of the most goals they've ever done. So maybe something different. Our power play also is atrocious, and it has been for quite a few years. And that, you know, specifically was his job for the last, like, what, seven years? And that's what's killing me. Um, you know, uh, uh, Good Branson had that comment that he had to walk back then the next day. Good Branson mentioned that practices, like, they weren't understanding drills. And I think he spoke truth the first time he spoke. The second time he came out and was like, you know, yeah, no, I, I misspoke. You misunderstood me. It was just like some of the guys were having, like, we just had to learn a new drill or something like that. I don't remember what he said. So that seemed really wishy-washy. I think he meant what he said the first time. And I think management went and was like, hey, you got to make this right because we're going to get – we're pissed at you now. And I don't blame him. He's like he's still a newer, newer guy to the team. Um. I'd like to see more minutes getting um, getting to Johnson. I'd like to see more minutes getting to Chinikov when he's back and healthy. <laughs> and he um, was getting that before he got hurt. Yeah, he had just I I believe he had just started playing Chinikov the last like a few games a lot more than the rest of the season, and maybe that's because of other injuries too. Um, but like even if you if you look at their um, you know their average time on the ice, um, you know they're still pretty low to the to the bottom. Um, same with Cole Sillinger. I understand he might be in um, somewhat of a slump. Um, those are just a few things I want to see. You know, I'm no coach. I'm not sure what's going on behind closed doors between him and Yarmo or anything else like that. Um, but the uh, yes, with all the unfortunate uh, happenings we've had this year, um, even when we had a mostly healthy team, uh, I mean, we have what like ten wins, and that's just it's just rough. Um, you know, tanking or not, I, they're not taking 100%. It's not on purpose. Um, and I just think there's um, there's some sort of disconnect there, in my opinion. There just is. Like, there's something weird going on. Because when we look at, like, the monsters, the mon monsters aren't doing that bad. Like, they have about an even record right now, I think. The monsters do. Um, and they're not doing, like, amazing, amazing. They, start, they started off strong. And I just want to, you know, see that, you know, maybe climb the ladder up to the next level. And, we you know, the, the professional team, the NHL team we have to do better than two. Um, and so that's my complaints. That's the, you know, just what I mentioned there. 
And, you know, there's other complaints maybe I have during um, the games, depending on, like, the lines and how the lines are. Um, what I'm seeing that works and what doesn't work might be different than, like, what he's doing. You know, he's the coach. He's got the final say. I'm not saying he's the worst coach ever. I'm just saying that um, there's definitely, definitely room for improvement. Um, it's been a rough season. Yeah, yeah. And so hopefully when everyone's healthy and back at it for next season, we'll have something figured out. I don't think they're going to get rid of him this year. I don't even really think that he maybe should get fired. No, I don't would think be, so. I would be absolutely stupid, um, stupid to do that. But I think that, you know, depending on how the first third of the of next season goes, that will be very telling. Because right. we're going to get some good draft picks. <laughs> maybe not Bedard or maybe not Fantilli. Maybe, though. But we're pretty much in line right now to get some good draft picks. This so. draft, this upcoming draft, is seen as one of the better drafts from top to bottom. Yeah. I mean... I watching this watch like anyone out there go watch this world juniors tournament right now. Canada is playing right now and watch Bedard, watch Fantilli, watch well, Shane Wright's already on an NHL team. He's on the Seattle Kraken, but watch them right now and look at how much of like how look how almost professional they look at times. Now they they did lose to Czechia, which has our guys on it. So also watch watch out for Czechia and watch those dudes because they're there's some great up and comers. It's something that if you're disappointed in this season already, which a lot of people are, then watch the prospects. Watch for the future of the Blue Jackets because the future is bright, brighter than than this season. And that's just the way she goes. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Way she goes, bro. <laughs> Oh uh, man. But all right. Anyway. So I think it's going to conclude our podcast, our live broadcast podcast for the day. Um, check us out on Twitter at Brew Jackets Pod. Check us out. Check out the Hockey Podcast Net on Twitter. Um, check them out. Uh, check out their website where we're, we're featured on there with uh, a couple other uh, wonderful podcasts. Um, use. Promo code THPN at DraftKings. Don't forget about that. And uh, don't forget you can find us pretty much any media site on the internet. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. it. You can do it. Um, Well, that's what we got for today. So thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks for watching, listening, wherever you're at. And we will see you in about a week's time. Peace.